Welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes. I need everyone to know that because we're recording this live, I'm still wearing a bra at nine o'clock at night. So lucky you guys. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, anyway, tonight, or Cutscenes and Cupcakes is the podcast where we talk about video games and rate them in fake goods. And tonight yes. we're talking, we're actually probably not going to rate anything. We are just giving our first thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima since it was yeah. released last week, last Friday. Yay! So Yay. this episode, it will have been out for five days. And yes. unfortunately, we haven't finished it. <laughs> no. Five days. We've just scratched the surface. Oh, yeah. Five especially, days. especially... It with it being like more of an open world concept, like there's so much more, so 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 much more to experience with this game. But before so. we dive into our thoughts on that, I think we're gonna do some not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Hey. Do I have you a guys banner? Go first, because I haven't thought of mine yet. Oh my. Lady. Or Lindsay, who are you? Oh, Marley. Unbelievable you haven't thought of Lindsay's not a sponsor yet. <laughs> oh, I thought you were giving me crap for having that banner below. <laughs> that is no, I don't care about the banner. I think it's nice. Yay. <laughs> we have flowers in our background, too. Yeah. Our background I think there's also is... a samurai in there, but yeah, you can't see him. He's kind like of right there. Your head and under it's almost like if Lindsay wasn't there, Marley's head would be on his body. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> 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 I knew I should have been the first one in the call. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um okay, I'll go first with my not a sponsor. Um, so last week. I um, I needed kind of a break in between uh, some different TV series. And so I just put on a fun little, I think it was like eight episodes, seven, eight episodes. I don't even know. Um, just a little Netflix original um, called Down to Earth. Oh, yeah. Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Zac Efron show. And I, I was kind of skeptical at first. And I'm like, what is this show? Like, I don't even know. But I had heard a lot of people, other people say that it was really good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's check it out. And I just, I needed something to watch. And I seriously binged it in a whole day. <laughs> because uh, that's my life now. Um, but anyways, I just started watching it. And like, it, it's actually like really informative and like, it's like a way good show. And um, basically what it is, is they, Zac Efron and this other guy, they travel the world and they're, they're going around trying to learn about different countries, like practices and things that they do for like sustainability and conservation and just like, you know, look like locally sourced food options and just like different things like that. And it just really like, honestly, it opened my eyes to some things. Um, like even like the water that I'm drinking, to be honest, like it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Like basically like purified water is not. Oh no. Yeah. Something it's, happened. It's not what? It's not what? <laughs> it's like it's not good secret. for you. Because, wait, because. 
Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're back have. now. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I I was like still talking and everything was fine. You like paused that purified water is not good for you <laughs> because it has no, it takes out all the minerals that you need, like the different nutrients and things that's in water. So like mineral water, glacier water, and like spring water are like the things that like the, the ty different types of water that you should be drinking. Hmm. So, and I, you'd have to watch that episode to maybe like see some different like actual sources on that. So like, don't, you know, don't like come after me for like <laughs> being inaccurate about something or whatever. But like, it was just, it was a really interesting episode. And it like, it kind of leads you to like, think like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to research this a little bit more on my own. Um, and, and see for my Brita. What are you going to get rid of your Brita? I actually might. <laughs> um, oh. Because there's a, so there's actually, um, like about a couple blocks away from where I live, there's actually a well um, that anybody can just go and you can get water from. Um, so I might like go get some like water jugs or something and just kind of do that. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, I kind of do want to uh, research it a little bit more. But anyways, back to the down to earth show. But it was just it was really enjoyable. And um, of course, Zac Efron is nice to look at, you know, so that was good. And even like his, his, uh, companion, um, he's kind of his role in the show is he, he literally wrote the book on superfoods and like why they're good for you and stuff. And so he's very like vegan. He's, he knows a lot about food. And so they like go to these countries and learn about these different, like cool practices and things that they're doing. And then they also get to try some of the, like the local food and, and stuff. Um, it sounds kind of weird, but like it works <laughs> and it's actually, yeah, it's really good. So I, 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 I recommend it. I saw a clip of it. Do they do, does Zach Efron do ayahuasca? Does he what? I saw like, like the sweat thing. Um, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Is, he it, does. is it ayahuasca? I think so. Okay. I don't know. That's a completely remember. foreign word to me. I have no idea what you're saying. Ayahuasca is a holy hallucinogenitive from oh. South America. Mm -hmm. um, and it's actually, I have known a couple people who've done it because of their uh, mental illnesses. Like I had a guy in my yoga class who went to like Costa Rica to do it for his PTSD from being in the army. Mm -hmm. So it's, and then um, Vsauce did a video about doing ayahuasca. It's really interesting. Yeah, it does sound interesting. And you're I'm high intrigued. for like a full day, and that sounds really awful. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want that. Nor could I really like explain it to my work. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to take a weekend off. Probably longer than a weekend. Marley's internet is being wackadoodle today. I don't know what's going on, you guys. I'm so sorry, but I can like mostly still hear what you're saying, but I like can't like comment. But the oh, all right, boy. um, <laughs> <laughs> the, wait, can't hear. Maybe it's the Zambies from Last of Us Two. The Shamblers. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. The Shamblers <laughs> are just like eating Marley's internet? Yeah. 
That's a thing. Yes, we can hear you, kind of. Okay. Anyways, the ayahuasca thing happens. It's like in the last episode, so you kind of have to go through it all. But it's really, really interesting show. I highly recommend it. Cool. My sponsor is also a TV show. It's a TV show that Blake and I started a cup like a week or so ago because we just needed something chill that we could like put on in bed and play on our phones. Um, so we've been watching 30 Rock. Yay! And 30 Rock is just fun. There are some jokes that are not great. Like they've made a bunch of Bill Cosby jokes. I'm like, oh, those are those have not aged well. But for the most part, it's really great humor. <laughs> um and Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin are so funny together. I love them. They have so many great cameos in there. And it really is. It's just a show that you can like kind of be like chill, not have to like super pay attention, but then you'll hear like a funny joke and you're like, that's solid. So, I love that show. It is a good that's one. It's a good one. And I'm pretty yeah. sure have you guys heard the theory about how Kenneth is immortal? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. <laughs> I also like it. It was bananas to me because I realized when um, like first season one and two were created when George W. Bush was still in office. And that seems like year, like ages ago. We were like 12. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah, it's an old show. <laughs> <laughs> they make um, like a couple Trump jokes that are pretty funny back when he was doing The Apprentice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just wait. If it was on now, what would they say? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> So yeah, um, Rock is solid. Um, I keep, it's Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels is really smart and with his humor. Tina Fey is very brilliant with her humor. Tracy Jordan is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Morgan? <laughs> Tracy Morgan is his name. Tracy Jordan, Jordan is his character is name. <laughs> and what's the, I can't remember the actress's name, but the blonde girl. Oh. Jenna? Yeah, who plays Jenna? I, she's great too. I I like that actress a lot. I like they her. Have a, they have a great cast. I like her in um Kimmy the un, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> she's funny. Yeah, their cast is is really good. John John Hamm was just on. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's too bubble. smart for the or too stupid for yeah, this world. Pretty. <laughs> Like no one <laughs> too pretty, out. yeah. Even the bubble. That's uh, so funny. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, an oldie but goodie. Yeah. <clears throat> um, mine is actually a game that we're probably never gonna cover. So I'm gonna do it. Um, okay. Yeah, I am a Zelda fan. As what you guys know. I know. No. I've been really like resurging into it. it. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I'm super getting into Breath of the Wild again. I've already played it, of course, and I've played a lot of the DLC. Um, but I'm starting my first replay of it. Mainly because I felt like it would help me with my anxiety, which it kind of has. Um, so, like, I just think about it all day at work, and I'm like, oh... Where am I going to go next? You know, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, approach this? And, like, it just is so peaceful at the same time. 
I don't know. And, like, I've been listening to the score a lot, which I have, like, Brian would just freak out and be like, what? The score? It's so simplistic, Lindsay. Like, I know a lot of people have that criticism because it really is, like, a minimal score, but it's so beautiful. Like, listen to it in the bathtub. Control what you listen to. (laughs) What? I'm just saying he, he is know, one I'm of many thinking. who shares the criticism that like it's you know you don't get this like overworld music playing the whole time like it's a little more atmospheric but I really like it I think it's beautiful and like I don't know like Hat No Village music like I just like play that in my head all day at work just to keep calm Nice. anyway so yeah that's mine I like it. Yeah. One day I might play a Zelda game again. I think you should. I haven't played any since Ocarina of Time. Well, and you have so many. Yeah, and you have access to a Switch, so you could totally get on that. (laughs) When is Marley going to get a Switch? Hopefully, eventually. Maybe someday if it ever comes down in price. I mean, not with yeah, that, that's fair. And I'm I sorry, but today and I was like, gaming's a really expensive hobby. Like, yes, it is. But it's so well, good. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, kayaking can be expensive because you know you pay for permits, your kayak, your oars, your life vest, your, you know, um, what is it called? <laughs> Wetsuit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, a lot of hobbies, like, you rock climbing a is a really expensive go, one. Do you have to have a permit to go kayaking? Certain, like, Certain, rivers. Yeah, some places. I mean, there's, so, like, there's a river in Idaho. I can't remember which one, but we went rafting down it. And to go kayaking down it, you had to be, like, you had to go through a test where you're, you flip your kayak upside down. And you're able to flip yourself back up just out of sure will. And I'm like, I don't think anybody can do that. But apparently, I don't know anything about sports. Oh, no, you totally. Yeah, you totally can. I took took a kayaking class in college. We were in a swimming pool, but... Yeah, they... they Can you do it? Not anymore, but I could at the Uh time. It was so hard though. Like it's all about the oar movement. Like your okay. oar is like this, and then you like do this like thing, and then you're like whoop, right side back up. That's but it's crazy. It's harder than it looks, and I I hate I hated it. It I, looks pretty hard, Marley. It is. I think I only did it. I think I only successfully did it once. And the other time, but imagine the doing that in a rapid. Oh, like, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, kayaking is no joke. Um, but yeah, what I was saying though is like gaming is an expensive hobby, but also uh, most other hobbies can be expensive as well. Well, and so. they're thinking about racking up the price of games too. Yeah, right. I've been thinking about that. The same, like most new games have been the same <laughs> price since the 80s and 90s. Which is crazy because like $60 for a brand new game these days, like that, I feel like that already is a lot of money, you know? Mm -hmm. And if they're going to raise it, like the annoying thing is, is that we're still going to buy the games. (laughs) Yeah. 
like the new stations, the new um, consoles are going to be more expensive too. And and honestly, that's also kind of why I'm putting off buying a Switch because if I'm going to buy another console, I'd rather buy a PS5. That's fair. <laughs> if they have any good games released with the PS5, so far, have they even announced any PS5 games released in 2020? I think Miles Morales is supposed to come out for holiday. I, I'm pretty sure it said holiday 2020. <laughs> They weren't super clear in the um, the PS5 announcement. The, the PS5 reveal. announcement, yeah. Mm -hmm. They, I don't know. I think everyone. None of them to... said holiday 2020, but I swear sorry, Miles but... Morales did. Maybe I can't remember. It's I'll been it more than a week. <laughs> no, that's what I'm looking up right now. It says all it says is 2020, so it does say 2020. But as we know, everything is getting pushed back these days. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was pushed back to well, like spring 2021. And if it's a, if it's not a full game, is it going to be a $60 game? Oh yeah. That's I hope not. Is it going to be like a $40 um, Far Cry New Horizon? Well, Far Cry New Dawn. New Dawn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Type. I don't know. I guess we'll see, wait and see. I, I will. I'll believe it when I see it. That's Game kind of a, is an expensive hobby, but it's a fun one, though. I mean, yeah, and it's one that like you shouldn't feel bad about spending money on things you love to do. Like mm -hmm. that's what money is for—is to like make you to buy things that'll make you happy. You know. And pay well, rent, I guess. Well, and, well hobbies, you know, that's that's what that's the purpose of hobbies. That's the purpose <laughs> of life. Hobbies. Yeah. Like, hobbies equals yeah. life. Life it's equals hobbies? Like, I don't know what I'm right, saying. Can I get a t-shirt that says that? What? Hobbies equal a t-shirt that says hobbies equal life. Or life I equals hobbies. I thought it was a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> or my life great. is better because of hobbies. I don't know. It will be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the <laughs> PS5, what bundles it comes with. Okay. Mm -hmm. can't just Shall we dive a in? whole console without a game attached with it. Oh, they'll do. They will. They'll, yeah, they'll have release games. I don't know. Have to. I have questions, PlayStation. I hope and it's not bug snacks. Bug snacks. Bug, 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 bug snacks. No. <laughs> Put it in a hot dog. It's a bug snacks. Ew. Eat it with cream cheese. It's bug snacks. I don't know the what song. What the hell? Are <laughs> I thought these were the real lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just making crap up. <laughs> Have you put cream cheese on a hot dog? No, that's a separate bug snacks. You eat the one with the hot dog. And then you eat a separate type of bug snacks with a cream cheese. With a cream cheese? Yeah, like a little pat of cream cheese. Stephanie, stop questioning me. Marley, stop making that face. Are you Let's sure you be cooking for other humans? <laughs> they say I'm good at it. <laughs> anyway. Sosa Shijima. Let's talk about it. And dive in. 
So I will say, like, I we just got past the intro and maybe like two or three missions, mm-hmm. two or three little quests, if you will. Um, and so, yeah, we're not, we just scratched the surface of it, but I think we have a pretty good first impression mm-hmm. of what the game is going to be like. How much so of it? What do you guys think? Steph, how much of it have you watched slash played it with your husband? I so I played what we played, and then like I've seen him play some other things, but I'm not even sure where they fit in with the with the, the story. Plot. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, my my very first impression was especially in the very beginning part of the game where it's kind of going through the intro and kind of leading up to like the um, title screen. Is that is that the uh-huh. is that what I'm trying to think of? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! What a gorgeous game. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Scenic. Very, very Mm -hmm. scenic. And um, I I do have to say one feature of the game that I I do like, but also it's just kind of odd because it doesn't have any HUD, um, which is just odd to me because all games have that and it's just weird to like not see that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really yeah. it's it's different. But it's I like I like it though. It, it makes it, it it's like so clean. Yeah, yeah it makes it very cinematic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. The graphics are like ridiculous out of this world. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. I kind of disagree with that because like at E3, I feel like we were promised a little more than we, what we got in certain parts. But then other parts, it seems really good. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing. You know, like when he's on, like when he was on the horse going through the fields, like that was amazing. And he was and like, with like the red maple tree. Uh-huh. And like that first battle where like there's all that like fire arrows and like all this fire and blood mm-hmm. going everywhere. It was amazing. But then there's other scenes where I'm like, oh, this is a little lackluster. Hmm. Do you think though that they have uh the tech to make it all be the same though, to put the same graphics into like a lot of play of the playthrough? I sure they do. They've done it in other games. Like what other games? Oh. oh, like Detroit is pretty consistent. That's a good example. Like Detroit has consistently good graphics, I feel. What Maybe about wrong, but. what about like Red Dead Redem- <clears throat> Red Dead Redemption 2? I, I I feel like it's generally consistent too. And Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, I think, is a really good example because like it's similar in it's like an open world very scenic environment with battle and cutscenes, but yeah like there were just certain parts where i was like oh there's like a texture missing there or oh like that's probably three polygons and we need it to be 300 yeah (laughs) so things like that but um i have seen these things patched before yeah. So maybe they'll do that. I just hate it when a game releases and then they patch a huge fix and they're like, ah, here's the real game. <laughs> you know. I feel like that's with almost all games though that they have to do a patch because they want to get games out. 
Well, it's one thing to patch a bug to be like, oh, well, of course, like, if you do this side quest in this order, you're not going to be able to do it. Like, things that slip through the cracks, but, like, graphics, that should be taken care of beforehand. Yeah, I'm definitely, um, I I guess there, there definitely are moments in games where you can definitely tell a difference between a cutscene and gameplay. And mm-hmm. some some games are really noticeably different, and you're just like, "Oh wow, okay, we can see where they <laughs> spend a lot of their time." It kind of throws you out of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It like it it throws you out of the like immersion. Yeah, so I don't know. I maybe you're right. Maybe they are coming out with like a patch, or maybe maybe this was kind of more of their intent was to kind of be like this is this is what the game is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it is like, you know, during ancient times. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying yeah. to say, but like maybe it's because just they're, they want it to be a little more raw. In ancient times? What? Did they not have textures in ancient times? Um, nope. No. no. Skin oh. was infinitely smoother. <laughs> That's why they didn't surprised. need skincare products until now. A lot of our acne and like face stuff comes from all the pollution in the air. All right, so it's true. I mean, <laughs> Marty's theory pans out. If it was true, yeah. Um, I know that in the future there's a part where you can pet a fox, and for that, it makes it a very good game. Oh, that is that is a good game. If that you can pet animals, quality in games. Hmm. <laughs> so you were saying, Linz, that the fighting style is a lot like Assassin's Creed. Yes, it reminded me specifically of Assassin's Creed Revelations, in that you kind of get put in a group of people, and there'll be like you. I'm talking with my hands to illustrate this, so I'll back up. So there'll be like you, and then two other, like two or three other people, and um. Like, they'll just kind of be surrounding you, and then you can kind of just take turns hitting them if you're quick and smart. And then, like, the way the combat feels, like, the way it flows was very Assassin's Creed to me. Um, And I actually really like that. I loved Assassin's Creed Revelations, and I love all, like, a lot of the Assassin's Creed games I've played um so yeah like the combat is fun and it's not difficult to learn and it's yeah i think the combat's solid enough that i would play a huge long game would you say um because i i didn't i didn't actually like play the controller so i didn't experience the combat of this game but just from watching it it kind of for me it reminded me of witcher 3 would you say that impression too it's kind of like that like yeah i um well, and even just like the whole concept of um, like this game and how like much of an open world it is and mm-hmm. all these different side missions and the like, way yes, that like quests are presented to you is very yeah. Witcher 3. Like, it reminds I can me see a that. Lot. I, I haven't played a ton of Witcher 3. It's still on my list, but I have played enough of it to and seen and watched People, other people play it enough to kind of you know get the grasp of it. I haven't played any Assassin's Creed games though. I kind of want to, <laughs> especially <I'll lend> <laughs> especially Assassin's Creed. Um, what's that one that's coming out soon? Valhalla. That looks cool. Oh yeah. 
that'll be fun. I know the open world concept is probably something that I don't enjoy as a gamer at all. <laughs> I want, especially if it's a longer game with a lot of story, I want it to be a very linear path from uh, the beginning of the story to the end of the story. And I don't want to do side missions. <laughs> I, I'm very much the same way, Steph. Like, I mean, that's, that's exactly how I played Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. because that world is humongous. And the only other thing though, like my only other, <laughs> after playing Red Dead Online and actually like, and then also like completing the story and stuff, I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to go back and explore. But initially I'm like, no, I want story. I want to know what's going on. Like, I just want to just get there. I just want to, you know, keep going and stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very much the same way. And I, I bet um, some day when I played Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> In its entirety, like I, I'm gonna pretty much follow the main plot line. <laughs> oh man, I am like the opposite. I'm a completionist. <laughs> I like don't. I I sent. A, I was talking to a friend about this today, actually, where we sent each other like the um, like we were just sending each other YouTube videos about this problem that we have, where we like have to side quest everything first. Oh, no. So I sent him the Viva La Dirt League video. Where it was like, I don't want to leave this area unless I, you know, unless I'm done and I'm not done. So don't make me leave the area. And the guy's like, oh, well, it'll just be across the fence and back. You can do it. It's fine. And then he like finally talks him into crossing the fence and he's like, oh, the eclipse. This means only one thing. We have to flee Honeyville. And like, and he's like, oh, gosh, dang it. And then like all these <laughs> little quests that he like failed because he didn't do them like pop up. And I'm like, oh, side quest. Like. <sighs> the completionist nightmare, <laughs> but yeah. I feel like um, because like, I think we all grew up readers, and so I feel like because I read so much, I want the story, and then it then you have the option to play like read Tales of the Beetle Bard or A History of Magic or Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Like I want to read the series first and then decide if I want to. Coincidentally, mm -hmm. I haven't read any of those books other than the main Harry Potter seven books. So apparently yeah. I, I like a huge epic journey where Link goes fishing for 30 minutes a day and wanders around Hyrule and then maybe does a temple and then he goes back fishing. You know, like I like to dawdle and enjoy it <laughs> and like explore the world and take my time. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder, I don't know. It just, it, yeah, I guess it just depends on how much time and energy you really want to put into the game. You know, I, I feel like um, even like right now where um, you guys are playing The Last of Us Part Two, uh, you know, still, I, I think I can, I can already tell, like we've only played together like a little bit, but I can already tell like, just again, knowing Stephanie's style of gaming, she, you know, she's not going to, she's, she's not going to want to like take the, too much time to explore, which yeah. is fine. Like you don't have to in last of us. You can definitely just, you can definitely just keep moving forward, you know, if that's what you want to do, but you know, but if, um, and there definitely are games that I, um, <laughs> you know, that I, I do want to explore and I really just want like, to experience everything like 
I, I do have to say though, when I when I played Last of Us Part Two, because I I've finished it, I I tried to get a little bit of like as much lore as I could. But now that I've finished it, I'm like, there's so much I know I missed, so much exploring and stuff. And so I'll go back and and check it out. But like initially, I'm like, I want the story. I want to know how it ends. You know, like it's very much like that. And you know, I I think you uh, just from seeing you're playing with the last of us. I can see that that's already your kind of mode, which is fine. You know, as we, as we continue to play it together, we can, we can do that. <laughs> as long as we have enough ammo for you. <laughs> two or three times. Huh? I'm not sure if it, you've said it's fine two or three times. I'm not sure it is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, so, it's fine stuff. It's fine. <sighs> just as long as you have enough ammo. That's all. That's all. Hey, I was doing just fine. Were you doing just fine? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Totally was doing just fine. I, I know. Died like once up with like a freak fall. I know. Ellie <laughs> has no heart. It's just a really long game, you know, so I, I can totally mm -hmm. see. Anyways. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima, <clears throat> back to that, I did I did want to say one thing um that I noticed. Um I haven't really gone and researched this on like IMDb or wherever, but like just from the little bit of gameplay that we've done, they're actually like, I recognized a lot of those characters. Like they, they really took a lot of like um, different Asian actors, like and voice actors and and they use the motion capture with them, which I just, I think is awesome um, that they did that. Um, mm -hmm. for all, even, even a lot of the NPCs who are just like little side mission, um, you know, they're in one tiny little mission. You know what I mean? Like they still used people like actual, you know, real people for like the motion capture and stuff. Um, yeah. I just think that's awesome. And that's impressive. That's so much yeah. work. So I really admire that they took the time to do that and to do it right. Because if it's not done right, it feels awful. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. and the premise of the story is really interesting to me. Sorry, Steph, what were you going to say? No, you can keep going. Oh, um, I just, yeah, I like the premise. I think we've got a good narrative setup going. Like, yeah. he has this moral dilemma of whether or not he's going to be honorable and stick to his samurai code, or if he's going to be smart about it and be stealthy and, um, and kind of be dishonorable and betray the things he knows. And then, you know, so we have, I love that. I love that kind of character. And the badass female samurai that does the, the stealthy side is uh -huh. real cool. I like yeah. that. So we've got like some really cool characters so far. And mm -hmm. the villain is like super evil, like a good love to hate villain, you know? And I so, mean, is he an ancestor of Genghis Khan. Really? I think so. Huh? I don't, I don't know. So I mean, he's got that whole um, yeah, not wanting to take over other countries about him, not wanting to be a conqueror, not wanting to let the conqueror win thing about him. Never huh. mind. Never I mind. don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, no, I think we've got a good narrative setup, and I'm really excited to see how it pans out. 
Yeah, I think the little taste we had was really intriguing. Like they started it off really strong, started it off in a way that's pretty captivating. Um, that first battle where you're like on your horse and running down into the battlefield is epic. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I I was looking on um, Wikipedia a little bit more about this game. Um, and I, I found this little like quote that I want to read because it's actually pretty cool. So um, the game developer, uh, Sucker Punch Productions, they, they actually considered um, various other settings and themes. Like one thing they were thinking about was like pirates or like a Scottish outlaw or like three musketeers kind of thing. But they kept coming back to, uh, he says, they, it says feudal Japan and telling the story of a samurai warrior which is just really cool that you could just be drawn, you know, drawn to something so specific like that and mm -hmm. want to just like create a world out of it. And so they said that they, they, meaning the developers, they, they found like a, a historical account of the Mongol invasion of Tashima in the year 1274 and just the entire vision just like clicked into place. And so wow. they really, they really just wanted to like ensure that this title would be an accurate representation of feudal Japan. And they, mm -hmm. let's see, they consulted cultural expert experts, and they sent an audio team to Japan to record different sounds, including bird songs. That's cool. Isn't that Sweet. crazy? Yeah. I just think that is like so. That is so cool. And well, I, we might have to go to Japan because I have to say the <laughs> atmosphere was captivating mm -hmm. oh yeah and beautiful and well, I, <laughs> didn't we spend like 10 minutes or so talking about a tree that we saw in the game like the red maple or whatever the red maple yeah <laughs> we seriously talked about that tree forever it was gorgeous <laughs> yeah it was it's the it was the big giant red maple tree um during your first training. what when you're training yeah, during the yeah. training tutorial thing. Like, it was so pretty. <laughs> and I did look it up. Kotan Khan is the bad guy. He's the grandson of Genghis. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. A, a conqueror-esque human. Family of a-holes, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they did say, too, here on Wikipedia that, like... um while they're not like for the game like yes they were trying like they were inspired by the history and everything um but they didn't try to rebuild actual Tashima Island their their whole protagonist is like it's still a work of fiction um mm -hmm. and but they definitely wanted to like use some different historical figures but also like wanted to make sure that they were being culturally aware so that nothing was like insensitive and stuff so okay. i think that's Which pretty cool <laughs> Which I'd say is very Assassin's Creed as well. Assassin's really? Creed. Yeah, they, it's still fiction, of course. Like, there obviously wasn't a, you know, Connor Kenway. But, or any of, the, any of the Assassins in general did not exist. And, you know, Templars and stuff like that. But they do put historical figures in. And they do put, you know cultures and worlds in and they research them extensively to make sure that it's well done mm -hmm. that's pretty and impressive I, just, I love that i love it because mm -hmm. then you get to learn a little something and you know feel like you know more about constantinople than you actually do 
For free. Istanbul. Istanbul was Constantinople. Istanbul was Constantinople. So I don't know the lyrics. Something, something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No one knows but the perk. Something like that. Um, yeah. I would say, though, Sucker Punch, if you wanted to make a video game about the Highlanders, I would be all about that. The, yeah, the Scottish Highlanders. I know, would be awesome. the pirates. I know. <laughs> I was like, all of those actually sounded pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I up, would play any of those games. Huh? I said, keep it up, Sucker Punch. Yay! What else has Sucker Punch made? Do we anything that we know? I shall go look it up. I will beat you. This is the podcast where we compete to look stuff up, but not Lindsay. Oh, they did. Um, they did Infamous. Yeah, the Infamous game. Oh, that's right. And the Fly Collection. I don't. I'm not too, so, I don't too know familiar what that is. with those. Those came out on the PlayStation Two, and then Infamous. Well, Infamous was PlayStation Three, and then went into Four. But they actually haven't put out a game since Infamous First Light in 2014. So this is like the first game in a while. Mm. They've been busy. Well, I think they've done a very good job with their time. Yeah. Yeah. So are you guys gonna keep playing? Yeah, I think we'll keep playing. Like yeah. in the other room as we speak. <laughs> should we I don't know, should we give like a rating or should we just be like yes or no, we'll keep playing? Yeah, thumbs I up, say we thumbs give up. a little rating. Oh. <laughs> that was two very Marley, different things. You, you choose Marley. <laughs> uh okay, we'll do Which friend do you like more? No. <laughs> um this is not at all um uh, a sign of who I love more at all, but I just I am going to say let's do like a thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. That's a yes compromise. or no. If we want to like keep playing it, that we like it enough, our first impression, we like it enough to uh, keep going and check it out some more. So should we do it like on three and we'll each like, eh, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully your um, wrist doesn't squeak like that. <laughs> I will be covered by her elbow crack today so she's been doing this all day. <laughs> Okay, should we do on three or after three? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So after three. Okay. That's hilarious because I was going to say on three. (laughs) Me and Stephanie are not on the same page today. (laughs) You guys are not on scene. No. Okay, Stephanie, count us down. Three, two, one, shoot. Yay! Yay! Someone's listening to the audio. We all did thumbs up. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We are very on top of things and professional here. Definitely. No, I, I, yeah, I think it looks like a, it's, it's a game that I actually want to be a little more emotionally invested in. I do have to admit when we were playing it the other night, I wasn't totally paying attention. All you wanted to do was play Last of Us 2. I did, and also I was like doing some social media stuff, and for for our po- for our podcast, every two um, minutes it was. Are we gonna play Last of Us now? Well, that's the reason we got Some together. Are we that's gonna play all- Last of Us now? <laughs> that's my Marley impression. 
It was spot That's on. Pretty accurate. I thought there were two of you for a second. Anyway, uh, <laughs> go grab so, some. Oh, I was just gonna say, look for in the future for our episode on our full episode on Ghost of Shishima. Yeah, yeah, and you can go to our website, cutscenesandcupcakes.com, and see fun little things that we do there, and like our episodes and things and stuff. And oh, we also have a blog. I'm having fun with banners right now for those who are not watching the video version of this. But yeah, we have a blog as well. Go check it out. Yeah. And also, well, we're talking about this kind of stuff. We don't really advertise the show in any much professional capacity. So please tell your friends about us. Yeah, we, please do. We depend on your word of mouth. And if you feel like it, give us a good or neutral review on iTunes. We're not <laughs> interested in negative. <laughs> and, um, yeah, go grab some friends. Eat some cupcakes. And play some games. Yeah. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.